Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Dave Sturgio alongside Chris Gucci. Uh, we hope you guys are doing well out there. We hope you guys find yourselves not as tired as us because the fact that there was two games last night, we'll get into it. But first and foremost, we want to thank everybody for all the positive response we had yesterday. Uh, very cool situation to see all the tweets. I mean, the, the, their social medias were absolutely on fire I wasn't yesterday. ready. I wasn't I ready, wasn't ready and gentlemen. But thank you to everybody with the kind words. What a part, what a what a treat to be a part of such a cool thing, seeing that on Yahoo Finance, just the all the socials, Chad Ocho Cinco. Oh, that was for me, that the was chain it. smokers. The chain smokers. I was like, this is I was like, this is uh it's a little bigger than I thought was yes, gonna happen. Very, <laughs> so. very cool to be a part of the entire launch. Congratulations to the people over at yeah. Mojo. Look, this product, it just, it's... People it are miss. talking. The buzz is real. The hype has been real. And now you're able to actually do it. And, you know, I got people in my family they're sending gifting, me screenshots. This is what I'm doing. Gi- they're gifting multipliers out here. And get- Guess who? Guess who catched it on the gifts? <laughs> I was like, you know what? No, I understand. I, I I create content for Mojo, but that doesn't mean I can't win a couple shekels here there's, and there. There's some <laughs> benefits to uh to to working with Mojo, and that is the the uh we got the. What was it, the Amazon gift card? Oh, right? oh I haven't spent that you yet. You haven't spent your Amazon <laughs> gift card, and now you got multipliers. You lost all your money on Trey Lance, but you got I it I did back not do that. I, I cashed out the right way. So anyway, uh, we do have ourselves a loaded show today because of the fact um, that we have two football games to talk about. But again, once again, Dave Starcho, Chris Gucci right here at Chop Studios uh, doing our thing. Uh, Monday Night Football, It I want, I want to say it delivered, but it, it kind of didn't. But if you're playing the market in in Mojo, then yes. You, if you played your cards right and took some of our advice from yesterday, then yeah. Well, maybe not so much Jalen Rager because that was just <laughs> he didn't do anything. <laughs> you know what he did? He got booed every time he went back for a punt. They serenaded him with the boo birds of Philadelphia. But first, I start with the Tennessee game, which obviously it got away from uh, the, the the Tennessee Titans. Uh, somebody said the Titans were going to play good defense. Not sure who that was or anything like that. And I'm not going to point fingers or anything like that of who thought the Titans would match up and stack up well with the Buffalo Bills look, at look, home. Look, I thought there was huh. a little bit of a what? week one overreaction because <laughs> the Titans played bad against the Giants and the Bills went on the road and beat the Super Bowl champion, defending Super Bowl champion. So I thought maybe there would have been a little bit of an overreaction. I just didn't think they were going to cover the 10. Yeah, well, that's... that's they covered 80, apparently. That, <laughs> it wasn't a good situation. It was a bad situation. Uh, Derrick Henry couldn't get going. Um, you know, I did say yesterday when we were talking about, you know, some kind of predictions, and I talked about Kenny Pickett's stock was starting to rise because of the play of Mitch Trubisky. I said this yesterday. I'm not, no, I'm not an expert by any stretch, not yet at least. Um, but I will say that I said maybe want to sprinkle a little bit on Malik Willis just in case this game goes sideways for Tannehill. And sure enough, not only does it go sideways for Tannehill, Malik Willis gets in the game. Yeah, if you have a little bit of patience on basically any of the quarterbacks that were drafted in the top three or four rounds, the team that drafted them is going to eventually give them an opportunity. When they get that opportunity, they're going to go up a little bit. So if you want to be patient, I feel like that's a decent long-term play on any of those guys. But they have to pan out for it to actually pay dividends long term. But if you do want to, Malik Willis, like he is going to get a start eventually this season. So. I would. It depends on this as Titans team goes. But all of a sudden, I, I look. It's two weeks in. We can't get too too crazy. But like when I look at the Titans, I'm like, 
That doesn't even look like a team that can get out of the South. It's a very different team than it was last year. They're a lot younger on offense, and they have Ryan Tannehill, who who I spoke about a little bit yesterday on the show. He did. Very, very briefly, I tried to compare Daniel Jones to a Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill just it, it might not be the window may have closed on the Ryan Tannehill era in Tennessee. I'll say that. It's closing it, at the very least. It's not closed. Yeah, well, fair enough. Well, it, again, 0 2, 0 2. We talked about 0 2 teams don't make the postseason. It's very, very rare. I think there's been 400 0 2 starts over the last however many years, and only like 11 made it. Yeah, well, once upon a time, the 1993 Dallas Cowboys went 0 2 and won the Super Bowl. So, look, it happens. All right. It's not saying it's a good percentage that it happens, but it happens. Uh, but the Titans get rolled on. Uh, they got some struggles. Uh, switching over to Philadelphia, they rolled. Can anybody, for the love of God, tell Kirk Cousins to just. Take a seat during primetime games. Just put in somebody else. Like, this guy cannot play in primetime. And it's really upsetting because he's a nice guy. <laughs> he's a likable dude. You like that? Like he he did not like that Great, at all. anyone. <laughs> Don't get me started on Kirk Cousins. Where was this Kirk Cousins <laughs> week one? <laughs> Where was that Kirk Cousins in week one? Yeah, that he was He shows rough. up on Monday Night Football. Can't guarantee. What's he, two and nine? Three in, interceptions. Uh, two and nine in Was it three time? interceptions? But if, if not, it was at least two. I'm pretty sure it was three, and they were all in the red zone. So they get all the way down there. They do the work, and then all of a sudden, Kirk Cousins just forgets how to play football. It's very bad. And I don't even have to bring up Kirk Cousins' stock because he's just not somebody you're investing in at all. I mean, that's, I'm not touching Kirk Cousins with a 10-foot ball. I'm just not doing it. Yeah, I was looking at Kirk Cousins' future projections, and I don't think – because of the way his contracts are set up, none of the teams that have – well, the Vikings haven't believed in him long-term at any point. It's always like a two-year fully guaranteed, two years fully guaranteed. So they, they're not investing in him in the long term, and it shows when you look at his future future projection that's a, earnings. That's a great point. Like, if the Vikings aren't investing in him long-term, neither should you I at feel, Mojo. I feel like the success <laughs> that he's it. had – a lot of people talk about Kirk Cousins being – one of the most overrated quarterbacks. And honestly, Tannehill's been in that conversation of late. True. And rightfully so. But he's won playoff games. Tannehill's made deep playoff runs. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is not. I feel like Kirk Cousins is, is the sum of all the parts around him in Minnesota, especially right now. But speaking of the parts around him in Minnesota, Darius Slay shut down Justin Jefferson Big yesterday. play Slay, but then Slay got hurt. So you got to be careful. A little bit of a foot injury ski uh, as they move on in their season. But, yeah, look, there was clamps on Justin Jefferson. A lot of these primo wide receivers, you know, this week got clamped down, you know, and sometimes you chirp, 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 you know, and some so, so things question, don't happen. So, pre-game gritty, did you see uh, oh, Adam God. Thielen's attempt at the gritty? Who has the better gritty? Is I, I want to say. Is it Gusecki or is it Thielen? There's a question that uh, Sporty Jordy should at least – Throw to the masses out there on, on social media. I'm saying it's Who's hands, got the better down, hands down Adam Thielen, oh, and it's 100%. not even close. But he has the he has the inventor. Or I wouldn't call him the inventor, but one of the originators of the gritty, at least in the league. Right. So if you're teaching gonna, him, so it's, it's right. Only, if you're gonna learn from fair. somebody. Learn from the from the guy who started it all. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we got a loaded show today. Obviously, Monday Night Football comes and goes. Uh, we do want to talk, obviously, top movers as we get in there. Uh, we also want to dive into. The 100 Club. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. Top Movers. Now, it's time to do what we do on the daily, basically. And that's talk about the top movers of, of, this, of this game. Like, these games in particular, which was actually kind of... Um, what was that? That is a funny looking flag over there. <laughs> we just want to let you know that we're, we're, we're company guys over here. Go hit, hit the nutting, uh, Ant. 
There you go. No big deal. And as we move on into Dawson Knox, okay, is the first guy we want to talk about because, boy, oh, boy, you want to talk about somebody who's very consistent, very – and he wasn't, like, the top, top, top dog from last night. But there's something to be said about Dawson Knox. And, again, maybe I'm using my Cowboys, you know, history. But he reminds me of a lot like Jason Witten. Like, reliable, there all the time. Third down, where you looking, underneath, who knows? You know what I mean? Like, But every time, he's there. So Dawson Knox last night, quiet, but everybody was quiet. Because the next guy we'll talk about in a second, everybody's quiet compared to the next guy. But Dawson Knox goes for four catches for 41 yards. That's it. Like, it, w- it wasn't much, right? He's, he's sitting there. He's a constant producer. I don't know. I feel like Josh Allen, for every good quarterback in the NFL, they have to have their tight end. Dawson Knox has is, is solidified himself as that. It's a solid thing when you see a guy who only had a pedestrian four catches for 40 yards and he still moved up. Right, exactly. The Bills invested in him long-term right before the start of the season, and that's a good thing for any Dawson Knox, potential Dawson Knox uh, investors. I think that Dawson Knox's career trajectory may be a little bit lofty to compare him to a Jason Witten, but he is a touchdown machine. That too. He's a touchdown machine, and they use him deep in the red zone constantly. Last year, his red zone targets, I think it was – 25% 25% of all the targets he saw were in the red zone. So a guy like Dawson Knox, they invested in him. I don't know how you watch this Buffalo team and and not be in on all the guys on the offense. The only thing that's going to stop the Buffalo Bills from moving up, at least over the next season or two, is going to be a catastrophic injury, which we hope we don't see that. But that I feel like this offense is just going to roll. They, weren't, they didn't even have Gabriel Davis yesterday. They did not. And they, they didn't miss a beat. So anybody on Buffalo that's going to be – Catching passes from Josh Allen, specifically in the red zone, I'm I'm in on. So that would be one Dawson Knox, but staying on this game and staying with this offense, my God, Stephon Diggs is incredible. The dude has a career night. I may or may not have played against him in fantasy. thought I had it locked up, (laughs) and there he has this game. Uh, But I did not, um, I should have invested a little bit of uh, mojo uh, in him because of the fact that he balled out last night. Last night, 12 catches, 148 yards, three touchdowns, up 7.39 to be specific, Um, or at least last night at 6.87, but 7.39, he was up quick. Yeah. Quick, Stefan Diggs could carve a route, boy. Dude. One of the best route runners in the league. And I used to say that was Amari Cooper, but I think and this no, guy just took when over. When we, we're spot. splitting hairs at the top of the game here. These guys are all doing things well, but Stefan Diggs, he really Amari Cooper. What he does well is he just he disguises everything. He just he just stops on a dime, and he's so agile as well as the deception. But I can't believe that Stefan Diggs, I don't have him in my portfolio yet. It's it's very alarming to me because I was all in on him and I had a card break yesterday and I skipped it and I missed the beat and I was all in on the multiplier and everything. So that's me dropping the ball, but don't be like me, guys. Stefan Diggs. <laughs> Get in at, on him now. I look at the that's receiver's career price. The too, re- receiver career projections, it is. It's a decent price, but going if you're looking at quarterbacks, which is what we've typically talked about over the last two shows receivers aren't don't get that high so that's a pretty high price for a wide receiver he has banked in his career $13.88 and he's in his eighth season averaging about a two dollars per season so if you look at it his trajectory projects a little bit similar over the next four years so proof is in the pudding he's his situation is not going to change his production is clearly not changing so I feel like that's a safe buy right now on a on a Stefan Diggs yeah I mean absolutely because as long as Josh Allen's under center you know, there's not going to be any drop-off in production like you just said. So as long as that's the QB1 over there in Buffalo, 
And you know what's funny? The, the Bills are doing this again <clears throat> without a running game. It's like it's insane to me. Like I, there's little sprinkles of Moss and maybe Singletary and and then uh, the new uh, Cook's kid uh, brother James Cook. James Cook, yeah. And I'm like, it just for me yesterday, it just doesn't. Though, and the, Josh Allen, you have to consider as a rusher though, too. Yesterday they were running the ball at a decent clip in the first half, and it got everything opened up. For the offense. But I'm just saying, when you look at the Buffalo Bills, you're like, you're not thinking, oh, they got a hell of a run game. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's Josh Allen, and it's Diggs, and it's that receiving court. Like, it's just, it's an air raid. It's an absolute it is, air raid. It is, and the, the passing game in this rare case is what opens it up for the running game. Yeah. But, and the fact that they don't really have one set guy, I think everybody has that idea that they don't have a great running game. But if you look over the course of the league, over the, around the league the last couple seasons, like the San Francisco 49ers, the Ravens, they don't have that one guy either, but they're always at the top of the league in rushing attempts and rushing yards. So maybe that could be the Buffalo this season with, with Josh Allen and then the, the glut of backs that they got. Yeah. So, again, right now, if you want to invest your money, in a safe bet would absolutely be Stephon Diggs. Now, something I did do last night, okay, right before the game, right? Obviously, I'm, I'm reeling a little bit because of my Trey Lance situation right and i'm like all right well, well what am i going to do to make up for this how can i make up for this mojo was out there giving away just multipliers for everybody right it just everybody and i went out what's up i don't know uh, i went out there and i um what you call i i got i got excited i said you know what i got a feeling about jalen hurts and and it's not a feeling it's just like i've been sitting there saying i i've actually went on record and saying, I don't think this guy's any good. Like, I don't think he's going to be able to throw the ball. I don't think he's going to be able to lead an offense. Well, uh, after last night's game, after what he did last night, which just incredible stats, uh, he actually matched. Did you see that weird stat about Michael Vick? Like the same, like he threw for 333 and three touchdowns or something like that. On the I didn't same, see the, there was same situation. That yeah, came it was up. on ESPN on the broadcast. But um, so Jalen Hurts goes nuts. I sprinkled a little money into my Mojo Market account, and I said, you know, give me all the multipliers you got to offer on this guy, and he shoots up, shoots up dramatically, especially if you invested heavy into him, nine uh, percent up. Like the, the the guy, he seems to be what the Eagles have been missing since like I want to say McNabb, and I can't say Wentz, and I can't say Foles because Foles had his magical run. Congratulations to Foles, and I'm sure again, Sporty Jordy will be like, I can't believe you can't downplay Foles. You can't downplay Foles; he's not that good. Uh, but I will say that there hasn't been a consistent quarterback in Philadelphia since Donovan McNabb, and before that was Randall. So it's like it's it just for me. Hurts is the guy. It's a scary situation if you're a fan of the New York Giants, the Dallas Cowboys, or the Washington Commanders, because this dude, if he keeps going the trajectory that they say, you know, the spike up there on the chart is literally when he was balling out, and then like, all right, then they coast the rest of the game. So he's where he's at. I just I look at Jalen Hurts now, man, as as one of the future quarterbacks of this league. Jalen Hurts isn't the best passer across the board. His metrics aren't the best throwing the football, but it's a new day in the NFL, and it's all about the running quarterback, kind of. So Jalen Hurts, he's the again, a situation like Kirk Cousins, a very sum of all parts. They have a really good offense, Devonta Smith, A.J. Brown. The running backs aren't really too much to write home about, but they have a, a decent group back there. So I, I believe in their running backs, but defensively that team is really good. Offensive line, one of the best in the league. So Jalen Hurts is going to succeed. The team is going to be a playoff team this year, I believe, and potentially over the next couple seasons. So they're not going to – they're not going to – Kick the, they're going to kick the tires on Jalen Hurts at least two or three more years. He's only in year three. But the data scientists over at Mojo, it doesn't look like the future projections play out well long-term for him, and that's probably because of the style of play and his passing metrics. Eventually, eventually, 
you can't run as fast as you could when you're in your third year. And things they kind kept of, showing him a video of him in high school or freshman year. I forget. He was real young, squatting 500 pounds. And I, uh, Troy Aikman was like, like Joe Buck on the on the broadcast was like, "Wow, can you believe that?" And Troy Aikman was like, "Why? <laughs> like, why are you squatting 500? Now you know why, Troy, because this guy can run. He's a strong dude. Uh, yes, he has to work on his mechanics a little bit. But last night, a couple of those passes, which We've seen this a lot this week, man. We, we've seen this a lot. Receivers are getting open, whether whether the corners are falling or just a missed assignment. Maybe the defenses need another week to kind of just like gel together. But man, oh man, there's a lot of guys running free. And last night, Hertz took full advantage of that. Well, he almost could have thrown a couple of these things blindfolded. That's how open they were. Looking at the game going into yesterday, I knew that the Vikings would struggle against the run. They played really good, and it was a positive game script in terms of Vikings defense should be able to at least stifle the run a little bit against the Packers. They weren't able to. The Packers were, while down and try and trailing in that game, they were able to get things going mostly on the ground against the Vikings. Jalen Hurts and the and the Eagles took advantage of that, and it opened everything up. Yeah. So and then there was Kirk Cousins. I mean, we don't talk about him anymore because it's just a, just a tragic situation. In fact, today we don't have a lot of down guys like the guy like obviously you see the the scroll on our market report that some guys are in fact down irv smith jr didn't perform why <laughs> we just talked about it kirk cousins couldn't play um shakir a, another guy who tried to fill it nothing you know what i mean so there's a lot of guys that fall just because of just lack of opportunity and kirk cousins and and company and especially the tennessee titans as well they didn't give much of their offense an opportunity to flourish, so there was a little bit of flash of Traylon Burks. I don't know if any, I did see a little. I bit. saw a little bit Positive of that. That was, sign. that was he's over his asthma issue. Yeah. Well, listen, it must have <laughs> air quoting asthma. All right. Well, listen, it, whether it be true or not, uh, you know he's showing a little flash. So, all right, we're talking about Jalen Hurts, and yesterday we talked quarterbacks because we wanted to compare a couple of the quarterbacks that you know we were talking about earlier in the show, but now Madden. Are you a Madden guy? You used to be at least? I used to be a Madden guy. All right. I used to be a heavy, heavy Madden guy. There used to be a thing, and there still is a thing, because now they're doing, like, releases of ratings shows and stuff. They, they found a way to just captivate everybody. But what they do usually get excited about is the 99 Club, right? Well, if you, as soon as you get the 99 Club, you get the golden cleats. You get all this stuff. You get something delivered to your house. Like, it's, it's, it's insane. I'm not sure what Mojo plans to do, but there is a specific club out there that we have to talk about, and that's the 100 Club. The 100 Club is an exclusive membership right now because there's only four guys on Mojo with a $100 value or more. You can see them on your screen right now. The top dog, Tom Brady. Everybody knows why Tom Brady's up there. Guys won 15,000 Super Bowls at this point. So that's why Tom Brady is chilling as the top dog, right? He's banked so much Mojo value. So if you want to get in on him now, that's when the multipliers come into play. You want to, for every little thing he does, Going forward, you want it to be a big thing. So that's why the multipliers are so effective. Um, and obviously, Patrick Mahomes, another one, just out of this world good. He's projected to just do a million amazing things because he's just that good. He's just effortless at throwing the football. Aaron Rodgers, your boy, is out there as the uh, $114.41. I know, let's not talk too much on the numbers, but that that's a guy that doesn't have a floor right now. You know, he's not going to – we've seen it time and time again, year after year – the guy doesn't throw picks. He doesn't have bad games. He just doesn't. I mean, like, bad games to him are, like, a touchdown and, like, 175 yards. That's a bad game. He yeah, never throws, is, like, more that than— That is a bad game. It's a bad game, it's a right? Bad yeah. game. <laughs> so, then you got Matt Ryan, okay? he's He fell a little bit over the week because of the fact that the Colts are just 
playing like doo-doo, uh, but it's $106 to get in on Matt Ryan. Interesting now, that Matt Ryan's the only guy without a Super Bowl ring. And you in, would think that's the, like almost the a criteria, club. but it doesn't seem to be because it's, you know Matt Ryan has climbed the ranks as far as overall stats for his entire career. You know what I mean? Like he's he's done wonders, right? He does have a league MVP. He does have a league MVP. So like you're looking at these four guys. Those are the almost like the uh, – I hate when sports shows do this. But they're the Mount Rushmore of Mojo. Oh, goodness. <laughs> they are. I mean, there's four faces. Those are your guys. Like, those are the guys right there. Bing, 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 bing. They're all there. They're on the 100 Club. Now, my question is this. Just last week, Gooch, Mount Rushmore was a little bigger. Just last week, guys like Russell Wilson and Matt Stafford were there. They were in the 100 Club. So now what I'm thinking is, are they just going to kind of hover based off performance every week? No, they'll be back. Russ Wilson be and back. Matt Stafford be back. back. Now, yeah, look, he, both of those guys, again, Super Bowl champions. That helps them dramatically when it comes to multipliers and stuff like that, like all the bonuses that you get for winning the title. So maybe that's why Stafford and Russell Wilson will continue to, to be and float There's around There's no the doubt miles. in my mind that both of these guys at season's end, barring catastrophic injury, and that's going to be my word of the day, catastrophic. Yeah, You're just Barring catastrophic people. injury, both of these guys will be in the 100 Club potentially next week. Potentially two weeks from now. And like I said, like Matt Stafford was 103 on Saturday. <laughs> so like Saturday happens, the game happens, and he actually goes down. Because look, as much as he's Maybe doing not Russ, though. Maybe it might be a it might be a tough season. Did you in hear? And Russ. I'm not gonna name the actual company um that did this, but there is a specific gambling company out there that you could play, you know, futures, right? Futures, like you know, whenever you put money down to win MVP. There's a specific gambling company out there right now that is giving you a free bet. And your money back if you put any money on Russ Wilson to win the MVP. They're giving you a free. They're like, we're so sorry. This guy's not going to do it. Like, it's not the year for him. He might be cooked. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you can yeah. predict this over time. We're all going to be sitting here I'm just gonna, eating our you know words what? in I'll three weeks. I'll just short him. There you go. <laughs> if that's what I was going to do, <laughs> right. I'm just going to short him. I don't believe in Nathaniel Hackett, but no, I'm not going to short Russ. They invested in him in the offseason. Same thing with uh, Stafford. He signed an extension, I believe, but going into last year, mm. right, in the offseason before the Super Bowl. So mm -hmm. both these guys, the team's invested in them. Stafford, the elbow is a little concerning. He's got a back issue that's concerning. Russell Wilson, he's just, like, is oblivious to the fact of what's going on with social media. <laughs> the guy just doesn't care. Bro, he's going to come out so there, out and touch. he's going to – He's going to go through his walkthrough, and he's even going to do the high fives, right? So that's how, that's the, how cringe Russ is, and he does not Have care. Have you seen that? I did. One of the greatest videos I've watched. It is one of the best videos ever. He basically ever. just says, like, he yeah, mocks his high these fives. Two are, like, it's a foregone conclusion. If you look at what they've done over their career, if you look at the future projections, you look at the teams that are invested in them, you look at the parts around them, I, a little, I am a little bit cold on Russ right now, but... The, the reality is he has some decent pieces around him, and it might just take a little bit for Hackett to get going. Hopefully he can get going for Russell Wilson investors. But, yeah, both these guys are a guarantee. There's two more guys that I think are almost a guarantee, and then there's a few, few more guys after that. that so I we'll start with about. the guys that you see on your screen right now, a guy we just <laughs> talked about in Josh Allen, right? Josh Allen right now uh, is sitting there at, uh, I believe, 84, last time I checked, 84.93, right? So he's, he's, he's a ways away, right? You know, unless you absolutely destroy the world <laughs> in, the, in the game of football, you won't be seeing it this year. However... You, you look at a guy like Justin Herbert, who's right now projected to hover around just under where Brady is now, right? So when you look at Justin Herbert and Josh Allen, do you see these guys on similar like paths to the 100 club or similar paths to at least career-long success? 
I'm actually surprised when I look at it that that Herbert is a little bit higher in share price than a Josh Allen mm-hmm. because Justin Just Herbert, like a dollar, Justin but. Herbert hasn't made the postseason. I believe Josh Allen was even a higher pick than him. But then I looked at the numbers. The early numbers for Justin Herbert are phenomenal. Yeah. And they project way better. So year six, jo- Justin Herbert, is that guy, what's he going to be like? Mm-hmm. like? I mean, are we kidding me? The, the pieces around him, the coach that everybody seems to be really high on the head coach, I need to see more out of him. But the fact is... He's an aggressive head coach, and it's a good situation for a young quarterback because he does know the game of football, if you listen to his interviews at least. Uh, maybe not on fourth and one. Ever. Ever. <laughs> it's just um, <laughs> but, yeah, Justin Herbert's a stud. Josh Allen's a stud. I just feel like Josh Allen has done a little bit more, and he's played a little bit more in the league, so I'm surprised at that. But it's, it's obvious to me. Justin Herbert, I'm all in on. He's my number one, numero uno, because if, if the future projections are anything like close to Brady, you can't you can't anticipate him playing for 20 seasons. I gotta ask you though, as you like, the projections are great, and that's something you definitely want to pay attention to on the Mojo app because it actually shows you exactly what you know what you're looking at. But we talked about the four guys that are up there right now. Three out of the four guys have won a Super Bowl. To get to that upper echelon into the hundred club, it seems like you gotta win a Super Bowl. Are you saying that Justin Herbert has a chance? To win a Super Bowl in his career, I mean, of course, Justin Herbert has a chance. chance. All right, he's in his third year. I guess when you're looking at Rodgers, he only won one, two. So it looks like they're projecting him to maybe win multiple Super Bowls in his career. That's how good he could possibly be. The career project, future projections are at sixty nine, sixty five. He's already he's already banked sixteen thirty three, and he's only played about eighteen games in his NFL career. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. It's like a dollar a game. It's <laughs> like almost, you know, like it's so his again, his numbers might get stupid and silly. You know what I mean? Like they they might get way, way higher than we zero even playoff expected. success as of yet. yet. I think that'll change this season. So yeah, Herbert, definitely. And Josh Allen, definitely. Josh Allen's probably gonna win the MVP this year. So So you got a couple guys though that are like a little bit of a There's deeper There's a little dive. bit more of a question mark surrounding some of the guys that I'm gonna talk about now. You know, I feel like everyone we just spoke about, they're gonna be in the hundred club, no doubt about it. There's some more guys, and I feel Burrow is the leading candidate out of the guys I'm going to talk about to to get there. He does have a catastrophic knee injury wow, under his belt. And if, you have, uh, again, if you have the over on catastrophic, you just slapped, by slapped the way. Slapped the over on catastrophic. <laughs> he, he did have a, a serious knee injury, but then he made his way all the way back to the Super Bowl and lost in, the, in year two. So, But how about this start for him? You know, the offensive it, line is a little concerning. When they addressed it. Addressed it. Like, that's... That's the concerning part. But then you look at the receivers, young receivers and T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. I don't know if they're going to be able to keep those two together for long term because they're both really, really good and they're both going to demand a big dollar amount. But Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow together, I I, I like that career arc going forward. These guys, they played together in, in college. They plan on probably playing together all the way through the NFL. Yeah. They made it all the way to the Super Bowl last year. And if Joe, if Joe Burrow would have just looked up, he would have probably hit Jamar Chase on a game winner. And then we would be having a whole different conversation. They would be a Super Bowl champion. Are you really out on Joe Burrow? I'm because not out on Joe no, Burrow at nobody all. Nobody is. Joe Burrow, I think he gets there. That's my prediction. Okay. You, you think he gets to the 100 club? I think eventually he gets to the 100 okay. club. Okay. Exclusive club. What else? Who else you got? That injury, though, in year one in that offensive line is a little bit scary. <clears throat> Another guy, Derek Carr. Oof. Yeah? Yeah, Derek Carr. Look, he's already got uh he's at 7465. He's banked 4748 in his career and he's averaged like 6 bucks a season. So they, basically he has to play 
Five more seasons. Five more seasons at the rate that he's done. And I feel like he's about to put up the best offensive numbers of his career. If you look at NFL quarterbacks, they play a really long time these days. You're not allowed to touch them. So there's year, year 20 is possible for a guy like Carr. Maybe not 20, but year 17, year 18. And they just signed his boy to a big deal long term. Do you really think that they, they brought in Devontae Adams? As per Derek Carr, and then a year later, they're like, you know what, Derek, we don't believe in you anymore. No, that's, so that's, Derek a, Carr and that's a forever Adams friendship and a forever for a little bit. teammates. And that offense is really good. They're going to put up decent numbers going forward. I, I'm in on Derek Carr getting to the 100 club. Interesting. That one's interesting. How about so, Dak? <clears throat> I don't. I, I hate to break it to you, buddy. Don't do it. The injuries are just a little bit too <sighs> much for me and for the data scientists over at Mojo. Yeah. They don't th- he doesn't project there either. So how about Dak? <laughs> it's going to get there or not? Nah. <laughs> so God. story of the weekend, Kyler Murray in his 38-year scramble that he went 85 yards. Did you see him get punched in the face by the fan? You're, that's a stretch. Punched it, in the face is a like, stretch. It looked like somebody took his way. He was touched in his face. <laughs> the police are calling it a punch. We don't have any information. What happens in Vegas does not stay in Vegas <laughs> if you do it on the football field. <laughs> no. But Kyler Murray, 61.59 current price. He's banked twenty dollars and sixty cents. Has he really? And his average is seven dollars, roughly. So six eighty-seven. Future projections go for about fifty-three twenty-one. On top of where he's at right now. On top of where he's at right now. So if you do the math, he adds up as far as Mojo goes that he will eventually be in the hundred-dollar club. I don't buy it. Uh-uh. No, I that's don't buy it. that's not one I can. You want to talk about style of play? We talk about Lamar Jackson all the time with the with the way he played. Kyler Murray is just, he's going to run out of gas. I'm not talking about getting he's, smoked he's, and hurt. Look, I'm talking about getting gas, bro. Like, he's just got to be tired. <laughs> Kyler <laughs> Murray's a super athlete that I think that the the conditioning isn't an issue. He doesn't get hit much. For a guy that's small, he's just really hard to get your hands on him. So he's avoided major injury. He's You like how I skipped over it? You did. He's but avoided already major hit injury bet. up to this point <laughs> so. in his career. But in the NFL, the nature of this sport, that could happen in any moment. I'm not saying that I think Kyler's going to get hurt, but he is a smaller guy. And some of all parts, I just feel like that's not a good equation going forward. They did just invest heavily in him. So while I think Kyler Murray will have a good career in the NFL, I just don't know about him getting into like year 12, year 13. As long as. Which is what he's going to need to get to the $100. As long as he studies. That'll be that. So, Put down the sticks, Kyler. Yeah, please. No more Call of Duty. More Maddenski. At least learn a playbook. All right, guys. Listen, this has been another show. Um, I gotta say, I gotta. I bring this up tomorrow. This is gonna be one of your favorite. I feel like Wednesdays will be your favorite because it's like more of a deep dive. Like clearly Sundays into Mondays we got the games, and Mondays into Tuesdays we got the games, and Thursdays into Fridays we got the games. But like when you get a deep dive in Mojo, and you actually, I went hard last night into this app and it, it, it's a fantastic app it's so easy to use it's crisp it's clean everybody's going, saying good things about it bargain basement tomorrow we're we are going, going, going bargain basement diving. tomorrow we're going deep diving can i tell you my portfolio just say thumbs up thumbs down right right now just there's i have money in six guys that's okay. my portfolio okay. ready here we go trey lance <laughs> don't worry about that he's still there i sold most um george pickens jalen hurts kenny pickett jake ferguson tight end for the cowboys Terrible. Uh, Dalton Schultz might miss some time, so multiplies. Uh, and Tyler Algier. Those are the guys I got invested in right now. Clearly, there's a million more guys I want to look into, but that's that's kind of where I'm so at. So you want right me now. to do a thumbs up? Just or a thumbs, thumbs up just for on, the total the portfolio. portfolio. Grade my portfolio. Ah! Leo. Ah!
Okay. So no. I'll work on that. And you can work on that too by tuning in every day here on the Mojo YouTube channel. Thank you guys for Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci from Shop Studios. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning on the Mojo Market Report.